Hey guys, Jim here with Creative Play and Podcast Network, and here we are again in August. It is now hashtag RPG a day again for its eighth year. God, it's it's been so long. Again, we're joining in with all the other tabletop gamers out there to get creative and use the prompts now for RPG a day 2021 to inspire you guys to all write, vlog, blog, draw cool pictures this year. They're asking for whatever you do, do. So we are going to go ahead and start out with the next day. All right, guys, here we go. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to RPG A Day 2021. We are deep in the wilderness. So, uh, hi Kelly. Hello. I I didn't know if you were lost out in the wilderness like I was just now. Oh, completely. So, today's words are wilderness, listen, heavy, and despair. That that goes like really (laughs) dark all of a sudden. It's like, wilderness, we're listening, it's heavy despair oh and guess what i just rolled oh no did you roll a despair Despair. what is this star wars exactly (laughs) star wars i rolled a despair something terrible (laughs) is going to happen there you go so i will of course go with wilderness because let's not forget the three pillars of dungeons and dragons exploration is one of them and let's be honest the wilderness is the next best thing to a dungeon Because me personally, I like to do outdoor adventures in real life and in game. And wilderness gives you that unlock of ancient elven forests, fairy infested woods, werewolf infested dark ancient forests like, you know, the Blackwood Forest of Germany. You know, there's. there's... What? Yeah. And then you've got, you know, the desert, you know, wilderness is not just one ecosystem. It's all of the ecosystems. Even the ocean could be considered the wilderness. Basically, it's just, you know, areas that aren't uh, inhabited by a, you know, in quotations, civilization. Mm -hmm. And, And let's be honest, how many times we've seen pictures of the wilderness retaking civilization? which that can lead to some total great shots of, you know, adventures of let's go rediscover an ancient blah, blah, blah off in the wilderness. Yeah, like uh, uh, Dungeons and Dinos. Mm-hmm. That was fun where we went to that uh, um, uh, ruined temple that was, you know, hidden in the jungle. Mm-hmm. The Yuantai temple that the uh, mm-hmm. slaves uprose and took out their masters. Or did they? And then, like, part of the actual wilderness, like, the the, you know, the shambling mound and, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, the different types of, you know, it, it made for a very interesting uh, uh, campaign. The fact that the wilderness itself can be an oppressive enemy or an ally, depending on how you how you play and how you have skills. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's be honest, if anyone wants to play the background of the Outlander or the class of the Ranger or worse, the combination of the two. What you, about a druid? Uh, yes, but the Outlander and the Ranger now can feed the party just by being in the wilderness. True. The druid has to do spells, but uh, an Outlander Ranger will have no problem keeping an entire party of adventures provisioned from the get-go. Mm. Because that's one of the Outlander's secret things is they can always find food. So it comes down to... Uh, if you want to keep your group provisioned, the wilderness can be your friend. Yep. However, the wilderness can always be a big, dark, and scary place. True, but Outlanders also know at least, what, two musical instruments? True. So, you have an Outlander and a bard, and you got a rockin' night. <laughs> Are you kidding? If you, you take an Outlander bard, you've got a singing cowboy. Exactly. Pretty much. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay! <laughs> Outlander Paladin riding his horse with his musical instrument. Give me land, lots of land under starry skies above. <laughs> <laughs> it's lawful land. <laughs> but, you know, as, as a GM, make sure you embrace the wilderness, you know, because... It's cool when you're doing wilderness adventures and the guy who's rolling survival sucks. <laughs> because there's nothing cooler than getting lost in the wilderness, you know. Because you could totally have an adventure. And a lot of the old D&D adventures, the modules were set up for there we were in the desert and we got lost and discovered ruins. Or we got lost in a storm and had to seek shelter in a cave. The cave happened to be a goblin worn in disguise, Tolkien, or just happened to collapse in the floor and you found that the cave is actually the top of a wizard's tower that got covered with mud and earth and dirt and, you know, ages past in this dwarven ruins. Mm-hmm. You know, the dwarves mine so close to the surface that they've undermined the ground itself. You know, wilderness can lead to civilization as well as it can lead to, you know, ruins and all cool places to explore. Or random encounter where, you know, you're traveling along and, oh, no, there's like a uh, small caravan that's in need of assistance, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and let's not forget, if you're Robin Hood, the wilderness was their ally. You know, they hid in the forest. They embraced the the scary superstitions of the wilderness by hanging up some some pipes to make ghost sounds that use the wilderness against the city folk. Because think about it. If you're a city guard and you have no survival skill, do you really want to go off into the woods? True. You don't want, you know, you, you know the roads, but you don't know the game paths. You know, you, you get into the woods and you get lost in a second. That's where Puck Robin gets you. Yeah, street smarts aren't going to help you in the middle of the wilderness, necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, wilderness can also be frozen mountains. You know, any place you've seen some, you know, X Games adventure go off explore, that can totally be a place you can explore as wilderness, you know. 
and uh, even in cities you can have wilderness you know like certain parts like you know parks that just don't get seen enough there's wilderness there so if you're playing urban fantasy parks can be super super scary with the wilderness True or, enough. Or you can totally capture people into the Feywild, which is the ultimate for wilderness. The never, never. The never, never. I mean, uh, there's a new fantasy island starting, and that's totally an island wilderness. Look at Lost. Lost took an island and made wilderness scary. <laughs> 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 or just confusing. Uh, definitely confusing. Why is there a polar bear here? <laughs> polar bear on a tropical island because the random table said it came up polar bear. <laughs> That's it. The whole time they were just rolling on random encounters. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense now. <laughs> to which I, I will definitely say if you are GMing and you have a certain flavor for your wilderness – Make sure you take some random charts and put some real world things. They don't have to be hard fights. They can just be simple things like you're in the woods, a deer pops by, and you'll be amazed how many characters will want to kill the stag to show that they're an alpha hunter. I mean, we're not we're not talking just the boys or the girls or the boyish girls and the girlish boys. Everybody, there will be one person in your group that wants to go hunting the stag, which can yeah, totally. Yeah, then the druid will be saying no. <laughs> <laughs> which can then totally be be used because the stag ends up being the golden hind, and then all kinds of shit happens. Ah. The king of the woods. The heart. I mean, and and don't be afraid of using cool things in the wilderness like, you know, spiritual creatures. You know, like 4th edition was great for the, the shamans and the druids that there was primal spirits that defended the woods, you know. Don't be afraid of using stuff like that because for wilderness, there is the scary unknown. I mean, there's a reason why we have all these fairy tales that say you don't go out into the woods. Heck, there's the movie, The Woods. <laughs> <laughs> All bad things happen when, when teenagers go out to have sex in the woods, you know. These are all tropes for a reason because it's ingrained in our society of civilization is safe. Really, no, it's, it's just not. a different <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's a different kind of wilderness. You know, and, and you can bring wilderness into different settings, you know. If you're doing steampunk, you can have the, the sewer as a wilderness, you know rats and different creatures and different things coming through the sewers you know no that's a dungeon it's totally a dungeon but you'd be amazed how many things count as dungeons yeah but i don't count a sewer as wilderness now a you know i don't know that's pretty much wilderness i think takes place in the wild. you know in the open so to speak you know not in a cave or a dungeon because those are, you know, although I guess caves can be a wilderness of sorts, but its own ecosystem under dark. <laughs> exactly. But anything that's like man-made, I would think, is not, is more of a dungeon rather than a. Ah, but see, you could even have an underground dwarven community being over overtaken by the wilds of Underdark. Rust mold. 
different shriekers, yeah. different things that, that have broken through the barrier between civilization and the wilderness. Isn't that how we got the uh, Drogar? Yeah, well, the Mind Flayers <laughs> didn't hurt with that, but yeah, that's the wilderness of, of the... Uh... No, they're not from the wilderness. <laughs> they ain't natural. <laughs> they're not natural the, about them. They're from the other side. Yeah. But uh, yeah, wilderness is a great tool. And also, as a GM for starting your group, there's many reasons to get out into the wilderness. You can be pl- paid to explore, paid to rescue. You can be banished. Being declared outlaw and banished is, is you know, used to be considered like one of the worst punishments in ancient societies. Because mm-hmm. you were expected to go out and die in the wilderness. Yep. You know, for those of us who love to watch alone, you know, watching man fight wilderness, you know. Wilderness is a, an oppressive bitch. <laughs> it tries to kill you at every chance. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than when your players are in the wilderness and they lose tools, you know. Yeah. And that's why tools are very important for D&D, you know. Losing your tools suck. That's like what's being... in your backpack. <laughs> There's a reason why the explorer's pack is different than the dungeoneer's pack and exactly. the thieves' pack. Definitely yeah. make sure at least one explorer's pack is in every group. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely think uh, I, I, I'm hearing the sounds of the wilderness coming back, and I think. The word for tomorrow is think, and it's time for us to, uh, with great despair, to go back into the wilderness, unless you want to cover despair. No, I already covered it briefly. <laughs> okay. so that's I good. think we're done. <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap it up there, and let's head back into the wilderness. Thank you for listening to the Creative Play and Podcast Network. And feel free to enjoy our other shows, such as D&D Journey of the Fifth Edition and Scion Ragnarok and Roll, a Scion hero to Ragnarok story. Thank you for listening.